Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, family? Welcome in, welcome in, welcome in, welcome in. It is so great to see you all. It has been a long-awaited time. Look, this is Speak. We're glad to have you. You could be watching any show you're watching ours. We don't take it for granted. Far end, that is Slick. Rick the Buker. Slick, what's up with you, man? Oh, uh, Shady's on one. That's he is. I want to sit I'm back gonna... and just watch, but I'm going to participate. Got to participate. Joy Taylor, how are we feeling? Oh, no, you're about to participate in this block. <laughs> oh. Eagles all-time rushing leader. That is LaShawn Shady McCoy. We have a brilliant cast and a phenomenal show for you all. Let's get it started talking about the Super Bowl. I get it. We're 84 days away from the NFL season, but it's always Super Bowl talk. The Dallas Cowboys, they have been led by Dak Prescott since 2016 when he took over in historical fashion for Tony Romo, a Cowboys legend. But... They haven't made it past the divisional round in its seven seasons. An article said that Dak is a top candidate for a make-or-break season, adding, quote, if Dallas is going to get over the hump and back into the Super Bowl, it needs more reliable play from its quarterback. That is what it needs. Shady, I have a grandiose thought, and I'm going to lead it into a question. Okay. Dak Prescott is a huge problem for the Cowboys, not because he's not good, but because of something I've heard before um, by Colin Coward, I believe it is, that Dak Prescott leaves the Cowboys in quarterback purgatory. He is just good enough, and he actually is good, to keep the Cowboys from having a high draft pick. The Cowboys are never going to draft in the top five because Dak Prescott will always keep them afloat. He literally has. Whenever Dak Prescott plays, they win at least eight or nine games. That's how good Dak Prescott is. The problem is... He's not good enough, historically speaking, to win him a Super Bowl. Right. So now the Cowboys are stuck. They're stuck with a quarterback that is great enough to keep them from drafting at the bottom of the NFL draft, keep them from being a bottom-tier feeder, but he's not good enough to help them win Super Bowls. That is a dilemma for the Cowboys. So my question, the most important question of the day is for you, Shady. Can the Cowboys win a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott? Absolutely not. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Listen, when I watch the Cowboys play, and, and I'm always like, what is the real issue? Why can't they win the big games? And I, I automatically go to the quarterback. When I watch the Cowboys, seriously, they have a top five defense, right? Mm-hmm. They have a player that's the closest thing to um, 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 LT. LT, Michael right? Parsons. Right? Mm-hmm. And Michael Parsons. They go out there and they get a guy like Stephon Gilmore, mm-hmm. top five cornerbacks mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Trayvon Diggs, you already have him over there holding nice. things down. Then I get the offensive side. Mm, let me think about it. Okay. So they have an all pro wide receiver. Yes, sir. Right? CD Lamb. CD Lamb. Then they just go acquire and they go get Brandon Cooks. Yes, sir. He's, he's a thousand yard receiver. Seasons. Right? Speed burner. Mm-hmm. The backfield. You got Tony Pollard, yes, sir. Pro Bowl running back. You know. What else do you need? Because every time I watch the Cowboys when they lose, it's the quarterback's fault. You can't replace him. Oh, so much money. He's the guy there. So if I try to pick a position, it has to be Dak Prescott. Unless, you know, Moses or Jesus Christ will come in here and run some wide receiver routes. <laughs> Other than that, it's, it's him. Now, do it. Shady, I'm going to press you because Go oftentimes when you say this, Cowboys fans, they'll say, well, Shady's being facetious. I can't take him seriously. But if you're being honest, as you always are, 
The Cowboys, you believe, have the offense to win a Super Bowl. And CeeDee Lamb and Tony Pollard, the offensive line, and Zach Martin, yeah. uh, Tyler Smith is continuing to grow. The defense you feel like is good enough. You said Micah Parsons. He's an all-pro caliber talent and a legitimate all-pro cal- yes. talent. Trayvon Diggs, now Gilmore. So you think the team is good enough. It's just the quarterback. As I look at the NFL, I look at the rosters, right? First of all, last year he had a really, really off- great office coordinator. Right, that's what's one. Yeah. Okay. And the second thing is when I look at the, the, the league, I look at the talent. It's hard to find a roster and a talent like the Cowboys have. It truly is. So, I mean, if you can upgrade any position, it has to be the quarterback for the Cowboys because they have everything they need. When they went up there to San Francisco and they played the Niners, they could have won that game mm-hmm. if, they had, if they had a better quarterback. The Niners were averaging about 30 points or plus a game. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys shut them down to about like 19, mm-hmm. right? And the reason why they even got the 19 points is because their quarterback, Dak Prescott, was throwing picks over and over again. Good point. So, I mean, and I joke a lot about it, but I'm actually being super serious. I just, I just look like when I, when I watch this team play, it's, Dak is the one that's causing the losses. And, and everybody wants to give him a pass. The thing is I'm an eagle guy. It's not that. I'm just being honest. I think I don't give him a pass. Oh, everybody accountable, and he's the weakest link on that offense in that team. Joy, where do you stand? Can the Cowboys win a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott? I no longer believe so. I thought that Dak could be a confetti guy for a long time. I actually, I worked real hard for Dak for a long time. I defended him a lot. I thought he should have been paid. I still do think that he deserved the contract that he got. Deserved to be paid. But everything you said is true. He just keeps them in purgatory. He doesn't win the big games. When you look at the talent, there's really no holes there. It's tough because of the Cowboys. So we always talk about them as Super Bowl contenders because on paper, they should be. Yet every single year, for almost three decades now, they have not been Super Bowl contenders. Dak is what I, I believe he is what's keeping them from getting to the next level. Because if you look down the roster, the roster's played out. It's not just on paper. We know how good these players are. You've already mentioned all of them. It's just it's the Cowboys, so we hold him to maybe an unrealistic standard. I mean, we don't give this kind of hell to Kirk Cousins. Mm -hmm. Wearing Vikings colors today. We don't. The Vikings were 13-4 and four last year, 7th in total offense, 4th in scoring offense. The Cowboys were 12-5, and five, 11th in total offense, 8th in uh, scoring offense. The Vikings were actually better offensively than the Cowboys were last right. year. Right. We're not talking about this Kirk Cousins cable. We know he ain't. Right. And that's fine. Right. It's fine. That's like a, the Vikings fans, you know, they're just like, they get mad at us, whatever. It's fine. How did it turn out? Exactly like we thought it would. They, they were good during the regular season. They got a lot of talent. But what is that thing that's keeping them from the Super Bowl? It's the most important position on the field. He's good. He is good. He produces. We see that. He keeps them from getting high draft picks. They win the division. They make it to the playoffs. But that's not the only goal. And it shouldn't be, especially when you have a roster like that. So I'd love to say it, but... The evidence has shown he's not. That's what's fascinating is like so many people, when you say a guy can't win a Super Bowl, instantly assume it's slander. Dak is a good quarterback. Yes. And anywhere from good to, at times, really good. He's commanded the number one offense in football two of his years as a starter, if I'm not mistaken. Two of the years that Kellen Moore was the offensive coordinator. So he has commanded a top-flight offense. But, Slick, it just appears to be a chasm between Dak leading the Cowboys and a Super Bowl. It's the chasm for several quarterbacks. Can Dak win one in Dallas? Can he win one? Yes. Can he lead them to one? I'm with you guys. I wouldn't expect that of him. But I saw Peyton Manning win a Super Bowl when he threw for 141 yards and 
had a passer rating of 55.6. Why did he do that? Because they had a great defense, because they had a running game, right? Mm -hmm. And he didn't lose the game. He didn't win it. He just didn't lose it. So I'm looking at how the Cowboys are built, as we've you pointed out. Mm -hmm. They have everything. Mm -hmm. All they need is for Dak not to lose the game. Sure. Do I believe that it's, he's capable of not losing the game? I mean, he, Tom Brady won a Super Bowl where threw for zero TDs, one interception, 260-some yards. Do I think that Dak Prescott is capable of not losing a Super Bowl and allowing the Cowboys to win one? It's hard for me to just I, – I just, you said it's not slander – but I feel like it is. We're dismissing the Cowboys' ability to win a Super Bowl. There's plenty of reasons to dismiss the Cowboys' sure. ability to win a Super Bowl sure. because of their history. But to, to hang it all on Dak Prescott, if only they had a different quarterback. Peyton Manning nearly lost his job to Brock Osweiler. He did lose his job, actually. At one point. He did. And then came back and was the quarterback for a team that won the Super Bowl. So... To think that Dak Prescott is completely incapable of being the quarterback of a Super Bowl team is just a bridge too far for yeah. me. That sounds good. Yeah, but Peyton Manning is one of the greatest quarterbacks that's ever played the game. He Tom wasn't Brady in that is run. the greatest mm -hmm. to ever play the game. But sometimes, actually most of the time, those games come down to one or two plays where you either make the play or you don't make the play. Right. So really what you're saying is the difference that we're talking about. You can play at a high level, but not losing the game is sometimes all they need you to do. Sure. And Dak has repeatedly shown that that is the issue that he has, is not losing the game. Right. Not, do, not, not having to make the big play and throw it into the end zone, Hail Mary, not that. Just not making the wrong decision. Not doing a quarterback draw up the middle of the field so the time runs out. Not being able to score 20 points against a seventh-round rookie quarterback when the defense holds them to 19. Okay, I'm, I can't separate those decisions from Mike McCarthy. Fair. If you're going to say, or, or in terms of the offensive scheming with Kellen Moore. So I'll, I'll wait to see what happens with Mike McCarthy. I just, this is my great issue. Go ahead. If you want to say that the Cowboys, look, this, you know, every year we do it. They're Super Bowl contenders. I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm tired. I'm so, so tired of that. My issue is hanging every, if it only weren't for Dak Prescott, the Cowboys could win a Super Bowl, well, which me, is essentially what, we, what, what I saying, hear you guys are but saying. The reason being, and if I can borrow Shady's point, if he'll allow, the reason being is when you look at the roster, <laughs> when you look at the roster of teams that have won the Super Bowls, yeah. the Cowboys are close enough to those rosters. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like the Chiefs roster, like the Cowboys are close enough to that roster. Chiefs had, I believe it was four, five or six Pro Bowlers. Cowboys had the same. The difference was obviously the greatest quarterback, arguably soon to be maybe of all time, and Patrick Mahomes and, and, and Dak Prescott. When you, if, if it was 2016, Slick, I would agree with your argument. I just don't need Dak to lose the game. But I love the quote, my friend says it all the time, a tree can't become a seed. Rookie Dak Prescott, he ain't throw picks. Because he didn't have to. Hmm. He was on a team with Jason Witten, with Young Zeke, with Tyron Smith, with Zach Martin, with Travis Frederick. So it was with Dez Bryant, with Cole Beasley. It was just, hey, protect the ball. He, was a, he got MVP votes that year. This is a new Dak. 2016 Dak and this Dak. Now Dak is like, yo, I got to put more of the team on my back. So what you're asking Dak to do is no longer in Dak's DNA. That, that, that protective and, ball and, and, Dak and it's is like, gone. You, we're talking about a, a, a freshman or a rookie quarterback. 
compared to a, a veteran that got paid a, a, a top of the market money as a quarterback. Right. right. So the roles are going to be way different. Yeah. Imagine right. the, yeah. the, the stuff that the coaches required you to do as Back a rookie then. compared to being a, a star in the NFL league. But what? Hold up. If we take other quarterbacks and we put them on the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. They might potentially get to the Super Bowl. That's what I'm trying yeah, to say. Think, like, like, like who? I would say about seven quarterbacks. Like Josh Allen. Like, like, really? like, like Joe really? Burrow. I, I guess Josh Allen has demonstrated that he's not fail-proof. When, when, when I look at the – because I'm talking about the overall team. I'm talking about the overall team. Yeah. I think that Cowboy team's a lot better than, than, than the Bills. This, I hear you, and I hear you in terms of the salary. My question is, and the reason why I will leave the door open, and I'm only leaving it a, open a crack. I'm not open. That's, that's it's not too wide much. open. <laughs> that's I, too much for that. Right? But open a window. I want to see if Mike McCarthy is taking over because he realizes that they gave Dak too much. That he's like, you know what? Let's play a more conservative game. Let me ask Dak you this. One question more before we got to go to break. What quarterback that is top 10 or top 8 would you ever utter they gave him too much? You don't say that about quarterbacks in the National Football League. So the fact that you even have to say that question, in my mind, is a problem in and of itself. Because we would never say, ah, they gave Burrow too much. They gave Mahomes too much. You wouldn't say they gave I'm not Herbert saying he's much. a top 10 quarterback. I'm just saying oh. he's good enough. He's good enough Herbert. that if your defense is opportunistic, particularly in its ability to score as well. Yeah, which they were. And which they were. Sure they were. Right? Michael Parsons right. had a couple touchdowns. Right. And, that's, and that's my point. Like, if I look at the way the Cowboys are constructed, I'm not just saying any team gets there. I think if there's any team that's constructed that could get there with a not top 10 quarterback, it's the Cowboys. it might just be the Cowboys. Well, for the hope... Well, for the sake of television, I hope they do. Cowboys, we've been begging for y'all to get to a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> right. You hope that? I ha- bro, it makes for great television. Great television. All right, when we return, we have to talk about the top quarterback-receiver duos in the National Football League. So many great ones. This is the most fun conversation you'll hear all day. Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, uh, so many other guys. Remember, you can check us out every day on the Fox Sports channel on Sirius XM. Don't go anywhere. Better have some fun. Must be some. My favorite conversation of the day, top quarterback, wide receiver duos. Now, the National Football League, it has more than ever. There are a plethora of dominant quarterback-receiver tandems, probably some for your favorite team. I'm going to give you the five best receiver duos, quarterback-receiver duos in my mind, starting at number five. It's very simple. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Since Allen has teamed up with Diggs, Diggs has been a all-pro caliber talent. And Josh Allen's resume, it speaks for itself. He's always going to be in the running for MVP. That's at number five. Now, at number four, Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown, y'all saw what they did last year. It wasn't just a fluke. If you watch the Super Bowl, then everything they did during the course of the season really materialized in the biggest game of the season. They're at number four. At number three, I don't have to look any further than Tua and Tyreek Hill. Think about what Tyreek Hill gave you last year at the wide receiver position. I believe it was over 1,700 yards. Many people thought he might break the single season receiving record. I believe he could do so this season. At number two, Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson. Now, Justin Jefferson has been an absolute beast since he stepped into the National Football League. I read an article recently. Many think he might wind up as the greatest or one of the greatest wide receivers of all time. Kirk Cousins has done a phenomenal job helping excel his career and vice versa. At number one for me, it is very simple. It's a tandem that's lasted through college. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. Whenever Joe Burrow sees Jamar Chase out wide one-on-one, he gives a very simple signal. That signal says, I'm about to throw you the ball. 
ball, and Jamar Chase always catches it. That is my top five wide receiver tandems. Allen and Diggs, Hurts and Brown, Tua, Tyreek, Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, and Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. Got to head to the desk to find out who everybody has as their number one. Joy, this was difficult for me because there are so many right answers. I don't necessarily think there's a wrong answer. So many right answers. What answer for you is most right? Who do you think is a top wide receiver QB deal? Well, I'm, I'm sure the internet is going to tell us who's wrong. <laughs> um, they usually do. I think it's Tua and Tyreek. I don't really disagree with your list. Again, I think it's, it's splitting hairs, and I do think that Justin Jefferson makes things very, very difficult. But I, I would say Tua and Tyreek, not just because of the numbers. I mean, Tyreek was second in receiving yards and receptions last year. But he's gotten busy in multiple places. Mm-hmm. Year after year after year. He's one of the most unique players in the NFL right now. Maybe one of the most unique players we've ever, ever seen. I agree. And I think because of that reason, he has just a bit of separation and uniqueness from every other receiver in the league on top of the numbers and consistency since he's been in the league. Two five, where you at? When I look at this duo, right, I'm going with the Bills with with um, Stephon Diggs mm. and Josh Allen. Okay. And these are the reasons why. First of all, I look at the, the numbers together and I look at the wins for the team. Mm. So we go to the teams. In the, in the three years that Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs has been together, they've won the AFC East three times in a row. Yes, sir. They won a division. Um, they have the second most wins behind the Chiefs, any other team. And the Chiefs, I mean, they just win of games. Of course, of course, of course. But if we look at the stats... Since they came together in them three years, the average, they've been number one in offense, right? Before that, they were 30th in offense. Mm-hmm. They both have been Pro Bowls and all pros. Diggs has 100 catches three times in the, in, in the three years. He's ranked fourth in yards and sixth in touchdowns. Each year has 100 catches. Mm-hmm. Do you look at Josh Allen? I mean, every year we pick him to win the MVP because mm-hmm. of the connection right. they have. So. Mm-hmm. so when I look at these matchups of the dual wide receiver and the quarterback, it's like, how can I compare it? And I think the, the, the main choice would be probably Burrow and Chase. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the, the team success and you look at both of the stats and them three years to combine before the Bills compared to what they have them together, mm-hmm. it's night and day. I got a question for you, Night Shady. and day. Let me, does this scare you? Because the last time I saw them together, not the last time they were together, but mm-hmm. in really national television fashion, we saw this image. It was the image during the uh, Bengals game. Wait, little, yeah, at home. With Josh yeah. Allen... On the sideline, being disrespected to some degree. It's football, obviously. It's sports, y'all. It happens. But I wouldn't see this necessarily from Tyreek to Tua. I wouldn't see this, obviously, from Chase to Burrow. We rarely even see this from Justin Jefferson to Kirk Cousins. And you know Cousins is frustrating. This does this draw any sort of concern no. for you? This is called football. This is people that work with each other. And this job and that job, there's times where you don't piss me off and maybe I don't show the world that, but outside I'm mad. Everybody goes to this. I, if I sit here and name you all the superstar players that go through the, the having issues on the field, now granted, they showed it on TV, yeah. which you probably shouldn't have did that. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's prior arguments. I, I mean I've I won't get into this, the stuff that I know and play with players and they go through it because mm-hmm. that's part of playing in the league. That's part of working with somebody. It might be days you piss me off. It's just that he shows it on TV. How yeah. many times in the prep meeting do you get up? And I mean, I mean, my, myself, I rarely have a bad moment, but the, in case there's hair you in there. You get up. <laughs> oh, I do that sometimes. Yeah, it depends what y'all talking about. Like, like today, he's talking about that Prescott can win the Super Bowl. Yeah. That was a moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he pissed me off. But I came back to the desk. Mm-hmm. I reset. Yeah, <sighs> 
Now we're good. Now we're good. <laughs> now we're good. Slick, try not to aggravate Shady when I ask you best quarterback wide receiver duo. Okay. I, well, uh, can I ask Shady a question? See, there okay. <laughs> Are you good? Take your time. Uh, do you think that Stefan Diggs at this point asked who the best quarterback in the game is right now? Do I say that again? What would he say? I think everybody would say Patrick Mahomes. Okay. I think Sean McDermott would say Patrick Mahomes. Except one guy, and that's Jamar Chase, mm. who says, my guy is the best quarterback. That's and called, I can't, that's called I can't contracts. under. That's called contracts. <laughs> well, I want the ball. If those, <laughs> well, if those two didn't go all the way back to LSU, I'd say there's probably something to that, right? But I think it's a little deeper than that. And what I, what I really appreciate about these two is that at the end of last year, and the, the reason that they are my number, my number one choice, is because they were just getting started. Mm-hmm. Burrow was number one in passing yards in the postseason. Uh, Chase was the number one wide receiver in terms of passing yards. They get busy. And I think we all forget, like, Chase missed four games in the middle of the season. Mm. Burrow missed training camp with a ruptured appendix. Mm -hmm. Like, they were disrupted last year. They were getting better on the fly. And to Acho's point, like, we just – Anytime they get into trouble and Burrow sees that he's got a one-on-one with Chase, he's looking for him, whether it's short, medium, long. Like, all I know is I I can throw it up there and you're going to find a way to go get it. And I I can't honestly, like, I like the Tua Tyreek thing, but... Like, does Tua's skill set always connect with Tyreek? Do they they have that same sort of symbiotic relationship? I, I... it's, it's just the chemistry between those two, understandably, going back to LSU. They might, they so might have special. the best. They might have the best chemistry. Yeah. I think out of any, any duel. And they should. Yeah, they, they play so together, they yeah. play together yeah. the longest. I mean, to, to Joy's point, Tua and Tyreek have been together for a right. year. Yeah. Yeah. Like one year. Yeah. And Tua and Tyreek, Tyreek still had 1,700 yards. And they were together for one year. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase go back to 2018 at LSU. Mm. 2019, yeah. I believe, was That's a miraculous a season. It's 2023. Yeah. They've they known each other since they were 18, 19 years old. So they, that connection should be there. Shady, let me ask you this. When we only look at the half of the duo, wide receivers, who's your favorite wide receiver in football? There really is no wrong answer, so I'm so curious. I, I, um, What's your flavor palette of wide receiver, if you will? Out of this group or yes. just anybody? Go anybody if you want. I mean, well, you got to go with um, Devontae Adams. I, I think he's still holding that crown, mm. right? I mean, he had the, the, team, the team had a bad year, but he stood out with A-Rod or Derek Carr or whoever. And then my second... I got to go with um, Justin Jefferson, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm big on guys producing, but then producing even more than everybody else. Yeah. And he did that. So, I mean, them two guys is my favorites right now. Joy, going off the cuff with that, what would your answer be? What, who's your favorite wide receiver? No real wrong answer. I'm just curious of who's people's. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Tyreek Hill. I can't do that to Tyreek Hill. He hasn't had a bad year <laughs> for so long, bro. And they say it was Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. He goes to Tua, who we thought was this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it is Tyreek Hill, but I do think that – I think we don't want to give Justin Jefferson, like, all the way to speak – and I think that has a little little bit to do with with Kirk Cousins. Right. But because of that, it kind of makes it even more impressive. Not that Kirk is a a bad quarterback. He's a good quarterback. He just kind of disappoints in the postseason. Justin Jefferson is an unbelievable player. Crazy. He's nice. He's nice. Slick, where you at? I, I can't get away from – it's not just Jamar. And this is one of my hesitations in Jamar saying nice that, that combo, yeah. right, is the, is, is the whole Bengals wide receiving core. Like mm-hmm. what they have between yes. Burrow and Boyd and Higgins and Chase. Because 
We've seen them operate without Chase. Yeah, and they still look good. And they didn't yeah, miss a beat. Three and one. Right, right. That's three scary. and one without Jamar Chase. Uh, I think fun trivia fact, Kirk Cousins, I believe, is the only quarterback in football with 25-plus passing touchdowns in each of the last eight seasons. Mm-hmm. They'll tell me if I'm wrong, but I think I'm right. <laughs> Coming up, Justin Herbert is looking to get seriously paid by the Chargers mm. this offseason. And it's funny enough, he said that he might have to consider holding in. But should Herbert reset the quarterback market? That's a phenomenal conversation we are having next on Speak. Mm. Never know when trivia will make it into the show, dude. <laughs> Deep right field and gone. Baseball is back, and so is Slipping Bats. Five times a week, Monday through Friday. So follow us on the Fox Sports app, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts. is out and Jordan Love is in for the Green Bay Packers. This is Love's first season as a starter. All eyes will be on him. But his teammate Jair Alexander, he took it even further. Jair, speak up. We listening. Your leadership has grown. QB1, man. Come on, man. The best Come QB on. in the league right here. What's up, money? Now tell him stop trying me, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> I will say it's good that Jordan Love is finally getting love. That's what I will say. Like, he's been there for three long years. I'm glad somebody's finally... Say, you're not saying nothing. It's nice to be loved. You, gotta, you have to, It is. It is nice. You have to speak, you know, you got to speak these things up. You got to speak life into people. You know what? I can see myself doing that, though. I can see myself buttering up the new quarterback. Yep. Uh-huh. I mean, the legend is left. Uh-huh. You know, and people looking like, oh, what's he going to do? Uh-huh. I would do that. And I think you need to butter up and, and, and encourage your teammates to support them. Because yeah. mm-hmm. if you don't believe in them, who will? Correct. So I, I like that move. I mean, it's... <sighs> you like, I like that move. <laughs> I like the move. Okay, well, a move that some will like, some might not like. The move of paying Justin Herbert. He's going to get top flight money, and he deserves it. He has been a top quarterback since he entered the National Football League for the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, contracts are ongoing. Herbert was asked if he would consider holding in, meaning reporting to training camp without taking part in practice. He said, quote, I guess we'll see, Mm. close quote. Shady, the question is this. Should Herbert reset the quarterback market? Now, not will he reset the quarterback market. We typically know the next man up will get the next amount of bread. But should he? As I think about it, every year Herbert has been the starter, they've won more and more games. Right? So he is moving in the right direction. Mm -hmm. But then I think of a stat that trumps that. Quarterbacks, once they get paid, collectively the team's roster does not do as well as it collectively did before they got paid. Mm. You think about Carson Wentz. He was 16-8 and eight prior to getting paid. He was 23-28-1 and one after getting paid. Deshaun Watson, 21-10 and 10 prior to getting paid. 7-15 and 15 after getting paid. Jared Goff, 24-7 and seven before getting paid. 30-30-1. and one. After getting paid, you know the roster gets restricted once you get paid. So the thing about this for me is, and obviously all these statistics are excluding a quarterback's rookie year. I did not want to dilute the potency of these statistics by including a year in which I can't count because you're just getting into the NFL. When I think about Herbert getting paid 2-5, I'm wondering if the best the Chargers have done is a divisional round, a wild card loss Hmm. before he got paid. How much better will they do after he does? You think he should reset the quarterback market? Slick, show me the money, baby. <laughs> You're damn right he should. Listen, mm-hmm. I get it. This sport that we grow, grow up loving to play, we think it's a sport. Mm-hmm. But when you get to the NFL, it's a business. This is their job. 
every quarterback, right, other than Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady, they take the team deals, they, 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 they have a longer contract to save enough money to, to pay players around them. Yes, sir. But other quarterbacks don't do that. If you look at this, the last current quarterbacks that got paid, they each jump each other. If it's guaranteed or if it's um, um, yearly mm-hmm. base, they jump each other over and over again. So, listen, right now it's Lamar Jackson. I'm sure that his agent is at the table with the Chargers. Hey, listen, we see what you paid uh, Jalen Hurts. You see what you paid Lamar Jackson. We need to pass that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're going to get... Uh, um, 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 200, um, what's his name? 260. No, 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 236. No, no, no. guaranteed. Fully guaranteed. Deshaun Watson. I had a brain freeze. Deshaun Watson. $230 million guaranteed. I'm not sure if he'll get that, but he's going to try to jump somebody else and something else if it's uh, years or, or overall money in general. That's how it works. So I, I think he's going to get paid like he should. Joy, where are you stand on this? Should Justin Herbert reset that market? I think he should. Look, I hear you on after you pay the quarterback. We know that happens because there's less money to pay. Other players. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But you still, you still got to pay the quarterback. Yeah. And I personally, I think it's a blessing to have to play, pay a franchise quarterback. If you're really in a situation where you can play the franchise high game and we don't really know, we need to see one more year, that means you don't really know if you have the guy, which is mm. not a situation I'd like to be in. I'd rather be ready to write a check. I want to plan on writing a check to this player that I drafted when it's time to pay them, because that means they're good enough to get that kind of check. Yeah. Herbert's going to be there. This is, this is their franchise. No, he doesn't have the postseason success yet. Yes, they probably will be worse, because statistically that's what happens. But at the end of the day, this is the way that the business works. To Shady's point, this is a business. This is what he right. does for a living. He is not, uh, he's not volunteering right. for the Chargers. I'm not happy to just be here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is an exciting new thing. This is what he does, and he's proven himself. It's, it's going to be a lot of money, and it's going to feel like a lot of money, and it's going to up the pressure, and rightfully so. I would, I would happy to ha- be happy to have that kind of pressure. Please sign me up for probably $270 million with a lot of pressure, with a side of pressure, please. Slick, here's my thing. I, think, I do think, you, obviously, you have to pay him, and they should pay him a lot of money. Oof. But I don't know if they should pay a market resetting money. I would argue, Shady, that all of these quarterbacks, more often than not, that jump other quarterbacks, they have a reason to argue that I should get paid more. Lamar Jackson should say I should get paid more than Jalen Hurts because I was unanimous MVP. Mm -hmm. Jalen Hurts can say I should get paid more than Lamar Jackson because I took my team to a Super Bowl. Josh Allen can say, well, I should get paid more than Joe Burrow because I finished second in the MVP vote. Go ahead. What should Kyler Murray say? Kyler Murray? Through seven weeks, number one, he was an MVP. But more importantly, the Cardinals had a two-win season, I believe, under Steve Wilkes. He shows up with Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray does. I think they win five games. Then I think they win seven games. Then I think they win 11 games. Mm -hmm. So Kyler can say, I took us from two wins. Somebody correct me if I'm statistically wrong because I usually do this off the top of my head. I took us from three wins to 11 wins and the playoffs. So if I'm Kyler, I can say, I did all that. And and Danny Dines can say he took us to the playoffs. And that's why he got a little coin. Okay, and you tell me that Herbert can't say nothing? What I'm saying is what? can Herbert say over Jalen Hurts? Can't say I'm younger. Can't say I took my team further. Can't say I'm individually better. But you, 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 so let me ask you a question. When you pay a player, are you paying for what he's done or what he's about to do? What he's about to do. It's a little bit of both. Yeah, a little it's bit more, of both, yeah. But it's more for the future. Yeah. So he can always say, look, Jalen Hurts, he had a hell of a job, right? But I think that I'm talented enough that I think I could catch him. I think Fair. I could do the same thing for my team that he Understood. did. You can say that, right? It's an argument. Understood. Very well said. Let the man get paid. I don't like what you're doing I'm right now. resetting market Ooh. pay, Shane. I said you should pay him. Yeah. It's not market resetting. I'm with you. They should pay him, but they shouldn't pay him top dollar. Dang. When we just had this conversation yesterday about who could take the throne from Patrick Mahomes, remember 
remember having that conversation. Mm -hmm. We named a lot of quarterbacks. We named I, Justin Herbert? Was he in that conversation? I didn't, I didn't name anybody. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't did, we say, did anybody say Herbert? I didn't, I didn't, say, I didn't say a did, name. I didn't say one person. I said, you, said, I said, you might have used that a couple people. I did. Well, I certainly <laughs> I did. He did not say I that. I did, you but said. I didn't say Justin Herbert, right? Uh, look, I get – the way I'm looking at it is should Justin Herbert reset the market? And in other words, should he just go for the money? Let me get as, most mo as much money as I can. I don't think that he can, and I don't think Joe Burrow will. And it's because of the other guy in the AFC and what he did, which is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. That's the guy that they're competing against. Him taking a team-friendly deal that allows the Chiefs to continue to be what they are, if I'm Justin Herbert, look, I'm going to get paid. I'm going to get paid well. I'm Joe Burrow. I'm going to get paid well. I want to beat that guy. I want to be able to go after that guy on the throne. And if I just go and take as much money as I can – much like I think we're going to see with Deshaun Watson, then I'm potentially going to pay a price. Yes, I'm going to get paid. I'm going to get all that. But am I going to have a team around me that can go to where I want to go, presumably, which is win a Super Bowl and beat Patrick Mahomes? I am compromising my ability to do that. You can get paid, and Shady, you mentioned it. There's a lot of different ways to, like, Make it look like I'm getting more without necessarily hamstringing my team. Resetting the market says to me, you're putting it so, so far above everybody else. You're going to be that far ahead. I have to compromise with that. Lamar Jackson wasn't that f far ahead of Jalen Hurts. Of Jalen Hurts. Yeah. But just a, a little bit, just principally, he was more. Not a whole lot. Just to say it. The Chiefs are uh, Andy Reid. They are proven they, they've shown what they can do. Right. Uh, he has a, that's a completely different situation. The Chargers are not the Chiefs. I'm not giving the Chargers a break on anything. But that's even more every reason. Single dollar. Every also, single I live dollar. in Los Angeles, so I'm going to need to, I'm going to have to make all this money because the way these taxes are set up, I'm going to need all that and, money. Taxes and, 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 yeah. and another thing real quick. Taxes. Taxes. Why, 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 got it? Why, why is it the player has to take a step back from his money, right? From his pay grade. That's Seriously. Why are we not saying to the president of the team, of the GMs, the scout department, we need y'all to be better. Right? Go out there and, and draft better players. Yeah. Right? Go out there and make better trades for better value with the, right. with, the, with the money. Put the pressure on y'all. Don't take my money. Hey, and if I'm with a Come team on. that I don't trust my GM and I don't trust my owner and I don't you want trust the, my You coach, want the player to pay? Then, no. Okay. Then I'm going to take all the money. That's why I'm saying <laughs> you should take all the money. <laughs> I know you I like guys that, can't right? get it done, so I might as well get paid. It makes sense for Patrick to do that. I get it. Well, let's go from a SoFi team. To another SoFi team. Because oh. coming up, we got to talk about the Los Angeles Ooh. Rams. Now they went to a Super Bowl just a couple years back, but then they had a Super Bowl hangover. Several guys did get hurt. Matthew Stafford, he's healthy. Sean McVay, he's excited. Will the Rams bounce back mm. this season? We talking ball, y'all. Don't go anywhere. Don't they got the best defensive player of all time on that team? Okay, the Rams are coming off a completely unforgettable season last year. 5-12 and 12 was their record. But a huge reason was obviously their health and the health of quarterback Matthew Stafford. He could not throw at all last offseason, but move forward to this offseason and head coach Sean McVay is extremely excited about his quarterback. Take a listen. Stafford, oh, it's night and day. I mean, you know, and he'll be the first to tell you. You know, you talk about being able to enjoy it. I don't think uh, I realize it or anybody, and he would never say it because he's so tough, the amount of pain that he was working through, how limited he was, and, um, you know, he's a special player. He makes a significant difference. He's our guy, and um, I've really enjoyed this offseason with him. 
Shady, he makes a significant difference, Matthew Stafford does, but I don't know how much of a difference you can expect him to make. I don't know if the Rams will bounce back to what they were or to near what they were. I think about losing Jalen Ramsey, a first ballot cornerback in the midst of his prime. Jalen Ramsey is still a young player, extremely versatile. He's gone. He's now in South Beach. I think about losing Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner was supposed to show up last year and really solidify that defense. He is gone. I think about losing even guys like Taylor Rapp, the safety. I'm like, wait a second, he's gone. Leonard Floyd, outside linebacker, nine and a half sacks, nine and a half sacks, ten sacks, last three years, he's gone. I don't know how this Rams team can bounce back when you consider everything they've lost. That Super Bowl they won just 16 months ago, they now only have eight of the 22 starters on that squad. They only have two of the 11 defensive starters on that squad. So that team is not the same team. Do you think, do you expect the Rams to somehow bounce back this season? Uh, yes, I think they for sure bounce back. Now, last year they were 5 and 12. 12. Yep. So, I mean, bounce back is having better than last year. I, I'm a big believer in Sean McVay. I love what he does yeah, as a head coach. He's great. He's great. I think uh, Matthew Stafford, he missed a lot of games through injury. Matter of fact, out of all the teams from week one, they had the most starters that missed the most games. Mm -hmm. So they were banged up. Mm -hmm. But wait for a second. Do the Rams still have the best defensive player of all time still playing? Yes. One of them, yeah. No, no, the best. And with Aaron Donald's in that lineup, it makes a huge difference. He was banged up last year, but don't forget this dude. Only in nine years, he has, what, three defense player of the years? Nine previous Pro Bowls? Ugh. And don't Throwing forget this. Out there. He has seven, in nine years, he has seven All-Pros. So all this talk about who's the best defensive player of all, all time, oh. I love LT, I love Lawrence Taylor. Right, Bruce Smith? Yes, sir. Reggie, Reggie White. White. But Aaron Donald is the best player to ever touch football on defense. Carry on. Is he good enough, though, to salvage this rant? The first thing I said was yes. I said yes. <laughs> but I had to let them be known that what he is and what he can do. Because people feel like they're forgetting who he really is. We'll revisit that, Shady. We'll revisit that. Um, Joy, where do you stand? You have been very hot on the Rams bandwagon this whole offseason. You expect them to bounce back? Yes, I was first to arrive in line. Mm -hmm. Very early. I've seen you. A little I'm, I'm glad you're coming <laughs> around. I'm glad you're coming around. Aaron Donald being there is very important. He's quite good, as you just outlined. So is Cooper Cup. He's still there. How did I forget about Cooper Cup? Led the league in receptions and receiving yards the last you. full season he had. Last time Matthew Stafford was healthy, they won a Super Bowl. I hear you. They lost a lot of pieces. But the biggest thing that leads me to have faith in this team is Sean McVay. He's a 60-38 and 38 record as a head coach. 60-38. Mm -hmm. and 38, Two Super Bowl appearances. Mm. Seven playoff wins since 2017. Ranked second behind only... Big Red. I mean, and that's Big Red. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we forget about Sean McVay because they had a down year. But there's a lot of stories about why they had a down year. It doesn't sound like excuses, but look, they won a Super Bowl. They were banged up. It happens. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a everyone was there and they didn't play as well. No one was available. And their key piece, the most important piece, Matthew Stafford, wasn't available. So I don't know if they're going to get back to the Super Bowl, but I do expect them to be much better than they were last year. And if I have to put faith in someone, particularly in that division, I'm going to give Sean McVay a, a little bit of space. Now, Joy, don't you think, because to some degree, I believe that the injury narrative is robbing the bigger picture of the dilemma with the Rams. Last year, they were bad before they were banged up. Shady, you and I went to the first, the first Rams game of the season. Not a young team. <laughs> Aaron Donald was there. Cooper Cup was there. Sean McVay was there. Matthew Stafford was there. Not at all a young team. And the Buffalo Bills, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was Bills Rams. Buffalo Bills gave them that work. Yeah, it got ugly. I mean, it was ugly. It was, it was ugly. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering, Slick, I'm like, 
Can the Rams really bounce back? I'm confused by how much of it was injury, how much of it was just hangover. Where do you stand? I would have more confidence that they are going to bounce back if I thought that they were really trying to bounce back. Hmm? This feels like a reset year for me by them. They have nearly half of their roster are rookies. Like, some of these guys left. Some of these guys, they traded Jalen Ramsey. Like, to me, they are looking to hit the reset button because they realized, to your point, like, we got old in a hurry. Like, we, we, we were good and we made that run, but we need to hit the reset. And then I look at their schedule. Um, for a team as young as they are going to be, they play the 49ers, the Bengals, and the Eagles in three of their first five games. Like, and what? Four, three of their first four games are on the road. Like, that's a tough, that's a tough schedule. Yeah. So I just, if I thought that they were trying to get back on the horse and get back to it right away, then I would say, yeah, I believe in Sean McVay and his ability to get there. This feels to me... Like, they are in rebuilding mode. And I'm not going to count on that with what I think is an improved Seahawks team, the 49ers in that division. And I guess the big question is, what are we calling bounce back? Can they be better than 5-12? and 12? Sure, I think they can be better than 5-12. and 12. Do I think they're going to go to the playoffs? You don't give them any chance to win this division? No. No chance to win the division. I'm not. We don't know no. who's playing quarterback for the 49ers. Somebody's going to play quarterback. Well, so a human and they have the number one defense. A person is that, going look, to play quarterback okay. for the 49ers. You give them a chance to win the division. I mean, I don't think I do. If, I'm, I think, I'm going to think about it for a second. If Trey Lance is playing quarterback for the Niners, I think they got a shot, mm-hmm. right? I'm talking the Rams got a shot. If Kyler Murray is... Well, he's injured, Kyler Murray's, so yeah. Cardinals, Cardinals are, have Cardinals no chance. Even if he, have no chance. Even if he was playing, I'm, I feel right. confident. No chance. There is no chance. And the Seahawks... I think they'll just split with the Seahawks. Seahawks going to be good. Well, that's a great question, yeah. Roy, you asked. They can compete, though. It's a great question. Come on. The, the Niners, I don't lock into winning the division. In all honesty, the Niners don't really care if they win the division or not. We know we saw what the Niners did two years ago. They went on the road, oh, beat yeah, the right, Cowboys, right, yeah, yeah, went yeah. on the road, beat the yeah. Packers. And the Niners don't usually start hot. Even right. last year, they started 4-4. Four and four. Yeah. People were hurt. They just got hot at the end of the season. Good They're point. fine not winning. The interesting point that, that Joy raises is like Rams, Seahawks, that's interesting to me. Yeah. That's interesting, Joy. Yeah. I don't really know. I would favor the Seahawks now because I think that the Seahawks are younger. I think the Seahawks are more budding. I think the Seahawks are not just as good coached as it pertains to glamour, but I think just as good coached as it pertains to team. I don't, I don't know. I, I, sh- I, feel like, like I feel like the Seahawks are one step ahead of – the Rams are starting what the Seahawks started last year is what I see. When they moved off of Russell Wilson and they moved in another direction, it was, okay, let's hit the reset button. And so being one year advanced from where I believe the Rams are, just based on the way they're constructing their roster, I'm going to give it to the Seahawks. I think the, the, the Seahawks wide receiving core really good. is I mean, a scary. But you know Smith, Seahawks, though. i got to say that one more Seahawks, time. You know Smith. What was the Seahawks record? Nine and eight last, last year. year. Yeah. Right. You got a point? I mean – like a really got smoked a good first year, game. yeah, like a good year. But what we like when we dial back on like the greatness, they, they, right? It was, it was a good year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good year. It was way better than we and thought. A it was rebuilding good. year. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I'm just saying. I feel like it's a bit of a stretch to say that the Rams have no chance. 
It'll probably it's fascinating. Win the division. It'll probably only take. I don't take, think the division is as strong yeah, as you think it is. I think it'll it only take 10. Like, Shady, I think it'll only take 10, 11 games yeah. to win that division. I don't think it'll take 13. Like, the NFC East, you already know. Cowboys, Eagles, right. it's going to take like 12 or 13. The NFC West, I think it'll only take 10 or 11. I agree with so you. So that's why I would say the Rams got a chance. I don't, I wouldn't bet it. So is, the, sea, is so, the Seahawks the, the biggest, you think, um, I would say Niners always the, and forever. Because Niners, yeah. I would say Niners, but. Yeah, but, but you guys are talking as if you don't expect Brock Purdy to be back, or or that Brock Purdy is not going to be what he was the last time. We, we just don't know. I, I don't, we just don't we know. Just, we just don't know. I don't know. The, the, the Niners are a complete unknown to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I can't put them as a lock for anything. Great coach. The number one defense. The and with Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel, the most important position. I get that, but again, number one defense. Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel. George Kittle, all kinds of offensive weapons where them? all I have to do is get them the ball. No, no, no. You, I don't need to throw we, them open. That. They tried that in the game against the Eagles. It didn't work. You, you had to do more than well, look, look, look who was, I mean, was it Josh Johnson? No, he got hurt. Christian McCaffrey was they playing got smoked. McCaffrey was playing quarterback. I mean, come on. Let, come on. I don't care who it could Whoever's back there is going to be better than I mean, what they I had mean, in that game. I mean, hold up. But this is the same. I won't even. That's, listen, Trey Lance, even. even Trey. They're not Trey even. They're not, yo, they're not even. Big on him, no. and they see him every day. I, if it's Trey all it's year, Trey, I'm, I'm with you. If it's yeah. Trey, I'm out. But the, if the problem but if it's Brock, problem with Brock, slick, is you got to remember a quarterback who was already young, who didn't practice all offseason, yeah, coming that matters. back with an elbow who's not elbow won't be hit. He won't have his elbow hit until the first game he plays. Like, think about that for a second. Oh, man. He won't have his elbow hit until the first time he gets touched. I can't bet on it. It will be fascinating to watch. My favorite conversations when we bring the pre-show conversations to television. Shady McCoy has said, and he's planted his flag in the ground, Aaron Donald is the greatest defensive player ever. Make your case. Stop playing is what I said. Listen, in his own nine years, he's done just as much as Lawrence Taylor in 13 years, Warren Sapp in 13 years. No. Why not? Oh, a quick no. Oh, wait, Bruce oh. Smith in 19 Lawrence years. Taylor. Lauren, was Aaron Donald ever league MVP? Nah, now they think he's a quarterback. Nowadays, they give everything to the quarterback when it comes to MVPs. Well, nowadays, Mark, I mean, LT, man, okay. LT, LT Any, anyway, when you look at Aaron Donald's resume, <laughs> and nine, and that's o- his greatest player and only, ever. And only nine, and only nine years, he has, a, he has a championship. He has nine Pro Bowls every year. Mm-hmm. He has seven first-team All-Pros. And he has three defensive players of the year. Slick, make your case, sir. Ain't no case. A league MVP. LT got Come on, man. He's one of two on, defensive Come players on. to ever be league MVP. Alan Page being the is this, is this safe to say? Hold up. In the last in the hard last five do, years, to do. hold up. In the last five years, you tell me out of all them five years, Aaron Donald hasn't been the best player in the NFL. The best player in the NFL. Can y'all sit there and look at me y'all, and, and be honest and say that? Hmm. I would say Patrick Mahomes. Oh. And, so the last so the last five years, every year Pat has been the best player in the league. Come on, bro. Y'all gotta stop this. Everything is not with the quarterback. You fall into the same trap these people were doing. I'm in a trap? Yeah, you're in a trap. Yo, they want to get a quarterback every every MVP. I don't. You can't tell me that out of I don't one give of them. give LT his flowers. I'm talking about out of one of them. Out of, LT's great. Reggie White, all of them is great. great out, of, out of one year, you tell me he won't be the best player in the league? Best. Great. I can't argue with you guys. Y- y'all, don't want, y'all, like <laughs> y'all like numbers. Y'all like resumes. Y'all like resumes. So, yeah, you know, recently class.